Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast episode. I guess I should take my retainer out, huh? No, you should leave it in. I want to hear you talk like that the whole time. Oh, that's that gross. That's <laughs> a lot of spit. <laughs> it's all slimy and gooey. Uh, well, I have my retainer in because it's bedtime, but we wanted to hop on and tell you guys that we are sorry. It's been a while since we've chatted with you and we haven't forgotten about you. We can't wait to come on and do a full episode and talk to you about everything. Um, but for now, we'll just do a little brief catch-up so you know what's going on in our world. I think we literally say every night, we need a podcast, we need a podcast, we need a podcast, and we just haven't. Life's been so crazy right now with... I've had multiple alarms and, like, calendar invites. It... Yeah. Yeah. So okay. tonight was gonna be the night, you guys. I was like, okay, babe, it's been, like, a week and a half. We gotta do this. We have so much to talk about. And then Olivia decided to be a baby, and <laughs> she normally goes to bed at 7, like, really predictably. But tonight she didn't go to bed till 10. A, a late night with her is 8. And it was, like, screaming 10, um, not, like, peaceful 10 p.m. So that kind of went out the window, our little 8 p.m. podcast date. Changed. Yeah. <laughs> and we spent the night hanging out with a little fussy baby, but... She's good now. She was super gassy, and we were able to relieve some of that, and now she's asleep, and we are just chatting. Honestly, I don't blame her. I made this dip today, you guys, and it was really good. It was dairy-free dip, and it had roasted corn, some salsa, dairy-free cream cheese, and it was like a creamy corn dip, but oh, it was a little bit spicy. I let her have some earlier. That might have been what gave her her gas because i just had some and it's giving me such bad heartburn hmm. yeah very well could be it really just sits in your belly you live and you learn um so something really exciting happened last week last week what happened last week it was our one year podcast anniversary oh my god one year yeah we've been podcasting for one year and i think we have like 36 episodes which is awesome so exciting um, and we wanted to celebrate that and just say, oh my God, we did it with the baby. Yeah. Our yeah. very first podcast episode, Liv was about three weeks old and we podcasted with her on the table. In, I remember that. In her little pillow cushion, like on, t- on the tabletop right next to us as we podcasted and she slept. That was back in the day when we were really curious and wanted to share what we were drinking every time mm-hmm. and had it in our heads that we we're going to be drinking something different every time and that was actually cool, but now I just don't care anymore. <laughs> Honestly, I'm, I feel like I'm always dehydrated. I don't know if it's just me, but I never feel... There's probably like 10 minutes of my day where I say, you know what? I feel fully hydrated. I feel great. I think it might be breastfeeding, but I I don't know, dude. I'm always thirsty. I wake up in the middle of the night thirsty. I go to bed thirsty. I have lunch thirsty. So I haven't been drinking. I haven't had alcohol in like a month maybe. It was making me feel really, really crappy and it makes you more dehydrated. So I've been having a lot of sparkling water. And that just isn't exciting for people to hear about, you know? You've always been a person that has a water bottle by your side, though, yeah. ever since I've known you. Right? I saw the funniest thing. It was this fitness like guru person that I follow, and she wrote a poem, and it was called To My Emotional Support Water Bottle. <laughs> 
And it's talking about how it's like the thing that's always by her side. It's been through every life event with her. It keeps her going on hard days. I was like, oh my God, I could have wrote this for my water bottle. I always have water on me. That's hilarious. Always. You do. So we also wanted to update you guys. We'll talk more about it in our next podcast as well. But our house situation has been really interesting. The last thing we talked about on here, which now feels like forever ago, um, was I think updating the people about how the original house that we bought was no longer our home. Yep. And we were really disappointed about it. And since then, probably about two months, we've been house hunting. We've seen like 50 houses, you guys. And either... we've put out, what, eight beds maybe? Um, seven? We About seven, I think. We've put in offers on seven or eight houses, and everyone was rejected because someone came in with an all-cash offer, or someone put an even higher bid in, and we we aren't even bidding the listing price. In California real estate, you have to bid like five to 50 grand over what it's listed at. Our average has been probably probably 20, 25 grand over. Yeah. Like even the one we were previously in contract for that was listed at five sixty eight and we were in contract at five ninety five so that was twenty seven grand over It's been such a crazy emotional draining process more than I could have ever anticipated. We just were kind of we were so naive. We decided on a whim to list our house and put it on the market in one day. Got it completely ready, listed it, had showings, had buyers pretty much right away. Um, buying a house is a lot harder than selling a house. So anyways, we got a house. We have like a list of things in our phones that we wanted in the house. Yeah. And we were kind of like, when we started, if it has 70 to 80% of that, that's kind of what we're looking for. So uh-huh. now that we've found a couple and that we've put in bids, we're saying... Does it have enough? <laughs> yeah. Does, does, does it reach all of our triggers? We're just realizing that unless you have a million dollars, genuinely, like actually, in California, you'll get most of what you want, but it's probably not likely that you'll get a house in your price range that has every single thing. Um, and so we've just had conversations about what do we want to compromise on? What are we okay with? What's something that we really do want? So like I said, and you had no reaction... <laughs> We got a house. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's still where I'm at. <laughs> we got a house. <laughs> um, I think it's our house. Nothing is set in stone with the way that the last one went where the um, sellers pulled out of the deal halfway through escrow. Anything can happen. So it's not our house until the last day and we have the keys. But we are one step closer to getting a house because they like our offer. And that's a first. <laughs> yeah. First time in a while. It, um, it was so funny, though. Last time when we were in the, like, ready to close on the one that we were going to move into that got pulled out from under us, somebody commented and said, oh, you already have the keys? Like, you guys are good? And I was like, no, we're closing in, like, a week. Like, it's going to be good. And they're like, oh, okay, a little premature on the picture. <laughs> Wait, who did that? <laughs> My brother. <laughs> Well, you know... Because it happened to him, and they got screwed out of theirs. And he he's knew. like, I'll just wait. I had no idea that could happen. I didn't I either. Not in the final no day. I had no clue. I thought that when you were in escrow, that 
that it's sold. Me too. And that it's just the bank that's working things out on their end. I didn't know that the buyers and sellers could like pull out or change things or change their mind. So that's been crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, we're excited. We are probably getting this house if, if all goes well. We really like it. At first, we didn't know if we loved it. But the more that we've, like, talked about it and thought about it and driven around the neighborhood, we're like, wait, this is amazing. I think that we've kind of held back from loving anything because this process has been so up and down and we've fallen in love with so many houses and then not gotten them um, that we just kind of got guarded and we're like, eh, it's okay. We'll put in an offer and just made it all kind of, like, we kind of detached from it a little bit. So I think that it's hard when you hear you got it. You're like, oh, shit did we actually like it? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, we've been putting in offers for stuff that's in our price range. Cause even our price range is so limited these days yeah. with everything going so high over. Yeah. It's just such a crazy market right now. Um, it's like a really hot market and our, my uncle who is our realtor, who's amazing. Um, he was saying, you know, traditionally around the holidays, the market kind of slows down. Um, but this year so far it hasn't happened prices have just continually gone up every month so we're kind of like dang we got to get in or we're gonna get to the point where we can't even afford to you know buy a house so anyways we're really excited I hope it all goes well I hope that we can have this fresh start in this new house it seems like a really good fit for us and it's gonna be so much extra space for Olivia to play and run around and ride her little trike and learn to walk and there's just gonna be so many fun new memories in this place it'll be a nice new start for our growing family we're really excited something i was thinking about tonight if you guys don't have the app um called the pattern it's like life-changing so in my pattern app um it said it freaking told me that i was going through a it basically like calculates when your big life changes are gonna happen and it's all based on um astrology and science and it's really cool psychology so it was telling me that I was going through and then the phases that you go through they have different names and it really depends every individual's like um list and chart is different but so I was in this uh this stage called big life changes was like the name of it and Mm -hmm. I was like oh god that sounds like my nightmare but I was in the big life changes phase from February 2020 which is right when I found out I was pregnant Mm -hmm. to October 2021 dang and think about some big all the shit that changed it could not have been more accurate but I remember looking at that months ago and thinking oh my god it says it's gonna go till October I don't know if I can handle that and I remember thinking in the back of my mind like well we're house hunting so that must mean that we're gonna find it in October or by October or you know big life changes like that something will feel settled at least or resolved in terms of house stuff by October and here we are yeah we are going into escrow on our house at the end of October but it's crazy all the things that that big life it like it just couldn't be more accurate <laughs> multiple jobs multiple life things becoming a mom becoming a parent becoming a stay-at-home worker um getting fired getting uh bamboozled out of a job that was like a lie changing our houses i feel like i'm forgetting some things but that's, starting those, a podcast yeah, that's a lot of it 
Um, starting new hobbies, uh, my body changing, learning to breastfeed. It's been just the, it's the most accurate thing ever. So anyways, I'm really done with that phase. I'm ready for something a little more chill and my big life changes is, uh, coming to a close. Yeah. I'm excited to see what the next chapter brings. We will go into all of this a little bit more next time. This was just a brief little hello. We miss you guys. We think about you guys. Yes, we have lots. I have a big note in my phone of all the things that I want to talk to you and share about. Um, Some fun stuff, shows that we're liking, some mental and emotional like internal work that I've been doing, um, some fun like little marriage things that we've been going through recently, and um, how I got my first sex injury. (laughs) (laughs) All of that will come at you next time, but we love you and appreciate you. Thanks for being here. See ya.